Hello again, this is True Story from Institute of Documentary Film in Prague. Today, I have a pleasure to talk to Karolina Domogalska and Anna Stylinska. These two filmmakers will tell us more about their newest project, Five Pills Away. Karolina, would you like to start? Five Pills Away is a film about four women that stand up to a system They allow and help with access to abortion in Poland, where abortion is actually illegal. So they have this group that is called Abortion Dream Team, and they not only assist with abortion, but also fight to destigmatize abortion. That means, and they do it by a little bit provocative ways so they would use slogans like thanks god for abortion or let's make abortion great again and that used to be upsetting for some people in Poland but then we had um a change in the law so what used to be really restrictive law got even more restricted and that actually upset like more people in Poland and all of the sudden the um, abortion hotline that our protagonists are running became a symbol of revolution because what they say is that they don't care about state. They are not going to wait until the law changes. They need, we actually need abortion now and they are just doing everything to help women to have access to abortion. So as Carolina already mentioned, in October 2020, our government decided to strengthen the abortion uh, laws. So it uh, resulted in near total abortion ban. And if somebody had told me this years ago that something like this might happen in Poland, that we will go, you know, instead of the direction of liberation of law, we will even strengthen already quite a strict law. I would never believe it. So I was just thinking that it's really frustrating that we can never take actually women's rights for granted. So the moment when I met Carolina, I knew that she was already following these four brave girls from the very, very beginning of their struggle. I knew that she's doing a very, very important project. Anna Stylinska is a producer of feature documentary film Lessons of Love, premiered at ITFA 2019 and nominated to Polish Film Awards and traveled to over 46 festivals around the world. Currently, she's working together with Katarzyna Slezicka at MyWay Studio, where she's developing several documentaries and her first feature film. She's a graduate of EAVE, Ex-Orienta Film, ITFA Academy, Doc Lab Poland and Doc Incubator. Karolina, take us a little bit to the history. Uh, how it happened and why it happened. We are in the middle of Europe. Poland is in the European Union. And uh, from your point of view, what actually happened that uh, the abortions are banned now in uh, in Poland? Do you mean the recent change or in general? In general, the last few years, I would say. Like, imagine that I don't know anything about what's happening in Poland. And from your point of view, what really happened that we are not, as Anna says, liberalizing, but we are actually going back. The so government that, happened. <laughs> but also we would have to go back to 1993, actually, 
because this is when new law was introduced and during communism it was legal to have abortion in Poland. And now, and then in 93, uh, the law has changed and it happened because it was a trade between the Catholic Church and the government and the deal was to help to change the system from communism to democracy. So the church was really helpful, but also they wanted something, you know, in return. And this is what got traded, women's rights. So uh, right after the collapse of communism, they already started talking about changing the law, but the moment women heard about it, there were huge protests and they gathered almost two million signatures to have referendum about abortion, but the government never really listened. They just ignored it. So that was really frustrating, but the law that we had up until the October 19, uh, 2020 it's from 1993, you know, so it's almost 30 years. So what happened a year and a half ago was really shocking because up until then we could have, like legally you could have abortion in Poland only if uh, it was a result of um, crime, meaning like rape or incest, if the life of the woman was in danger or if the fetus was malfunctioned. So what they crossed out of this list a year and a half ago was the third option. So when the fetus was sick, meaning, you know, most of the time it's just a wanted pregnancy, people that wanted to have a child. And in the second term, they ter learned that, there, I don't know, there's some kind of a sickness that the child would be seriously ill or even would not live through delivery or would live like two or one day or one month or would be with a severe disability. If that happens in Poland, you cannot have abortion now from a year and a half ago. And that happened because we have this really far-right government that hates women and also we have some organizations that are fighting for total ban without any exceptions of abortion. And for some, there were some comments that for our government, it wasn't such a, an easy choice to do that, to cross out that third option. But it's always political, you know, they had to trade something, you know, win some mm, far right for some reason, maybe we would find out one day. But it was shocking for everybody, for all the political commenters, you know, for newspapers, for everybody, because they could have done it already, I think, two years ago. The, this whole procedure to do that, I'm not going to go into details because it concerns constitutional court and, you know, it's not so interesting. But they started the procedure like two years ago. So why they would come up all of a sudden in that particular time, we can only guess. But also we would maybe one day find out what actually really happened, you know, what political games were behind that. Karolina Domagalska is a writer and director. She used to work as a journalist in one of the biggest Polish newspapers up until almost four years ago when she met the protagonist of her film. In 2018, she broke a story about the abortion dream team, which changed the course of her career. Her publication resulted in a change of the editor-in-chief for a new conservative one, and Karolina resigned. 
She is an author of a non-fiction book about assisted reproduction. Today, she wants to tell the important stories that won't be censored. Generally, the reality was that even before this constitutional law in uh, 2020, we already had really very, very strict abortion law, as Carolina said, introduced and traded actually with the uh, with the church in 1993. But the thing is that society got used to it, and we were calling it a compromise. You know, even though still in in the whole Europe it was probably one of the strictest law. Only Malta, I think, was comparable. And, and Ireland still, for some time. And for, a, for a while it was also Ireland, but still in the kind of awareness of the society, it was called a compromise. So for me, it was always so strange that how come Poland is um, getting more and more liberal, open-minded, and a country that's getting richer and we are you know going closer to Europe and proud of being Europeans but at the same time for so many years you know for 30 years or so it hasn't changed anything in terms of women's rights and i will also add to that because usually we mention catholic church and of course it cannot be underrated of course you know it has huge influence but another thing that has huge influence and it's not mentioned that often is that Poland didn't actually go through sexual revolution so during communism in 70s we just didn't go through what other parts of uh, world north let's say went through and, but we had access to abortion, so we kind of enjoy this liberty. There were times when people, women from Sweden and France would be coming for abortion to Poland, you know, and they are now like looking and can't believe it. But when there was a situation where abortion was being taken away from us, we, because we didn't have this awareness of our own sexuality, of our own sexual rights, uh, reproductive rights, we were not ready to fight for it, even though this uh, campaign that was organized to have a referendum, that was a huge thing. I mean, almost two millions of signatures, it was huge. But still, when that failed, we kind of accepted it, you know, because we didn't have this awareness that would be helpful. So even though during communist times, abortion was legal and it was accessible to most of the women without any problems, it was already a taboo. So at the same time, it was a topic that nobody actually would speak about openly. And recently, because I'm doing this film with Carolina, and because um, you know uh, people often would like to talk about it with me, I had a chance to speak uh, to several women from the generation of my mother, and I was asking questions to them how it used to be in the communist times. And they were very, very close friends, all of them, several women, close friends who have known each other for at least 40 years. And it turned out all of a sudden that all of them started speaking about the fact that all of them had abortions, but they never, never, ever had spoken about it between each other. Only the my conversation kind of triggered this situation, which for me was kind of shocking. For them, it was also very relieving to have this talk, but also very surprising that all of a sudden they shared something, some kind of a secret between them that... Uh, they never had the chance to speak about for 40 years. Let's talk about a little bit about your characters. These women are really like dancing on the, what they say, 
Uh, I had it in thin my, line. Yeah, dancing on a thin line. Are they actually? Are their activities illegal in in Poland? I guess in general, it's not illegal what they're doing because mainly they inform about abortion and how to have it at home, like about self managed abortion that you can buy pills online. They come from abroad, and a person who has abortion in Poland is not criminalized on herself, but only a person that is helping can be charged with something. And this comes to an interpretation of the law. So the law was written in 93 and it talked about doctors. We haven't heard about uh, pills back then and self-managed abortion. So now, because the law is old, they are actually taking advantage of it and kind of walking around it like they found a loophole there. But there is still this um, chapter saying that aiding and abetting in abortion uh, is a crime and it can be sentenced, people can be sentenced to up to three years in prison. And actually one of the protagonists, Justyna, is facing those charges. She was accused of that and she is having her first trial 8th of April. So actually maybe I can use this opportunity to, to ask you to join the campaign because now we are campaigning for Justyna to protest against that because it's actually the first time ever in Europe that an activist that is helping is being charged. Because usually if we had cases like that about uh, helping in abortion in Poland, it could be either doctors or uh, family members people that would buy the, uh, pills for a um, wife or a girlfriend or a daughter. But an activist was never charged with that. So the state knows that we are going around the uh, law, we are, we are doing our things, we are still having abortions, and they want to stop it. So it's kind of a repression, and also she may end up in jail. So for us, it's important now, and I'm speaking on behalf, I guess, feminist movement in Poland, not the filmmakers, to make it well known and widely known what is happening and to actually, you know, protest against this. We also have reasons to believe that this trial might be political. That's at least what we heard. So we are afraid that it will be some kind of a precedence that will discourage other activists from helping and by fighting for, for the right to abortion. And especially at the moment when there is uh, war in Ukraine and other events that take uh, the most place in the news, it's a quite convenient moment to to push through some radical abortion sentence, I guess. I also think it's worth mentioning what actually happened because Justyna, it was two years ago, she got information about a woman that has a small child and that wanted to go abroad to have abortion with help of Abortion Without Borders that our protagonists are part of. So this organization is actually uh, allowing for the journey to abroad and sometimes if you don't have money, they can finance the whole thing. So she was trying to do that. But her violent partner, he uh, didn't allow her to go. He stopped her. And this is when she sent emails saying what is her situation, that, that she is waiting for her bills to come from abroad. But it's, she's been waiting for too long already. And she's 11 weeks old pregnancy. And she just needs to do it now because she has suicidal thoughts. And she's 
really depressed and she cannot handle that anymore. And because Justina had uh, one set of pills, she felt so sorry for her because this actually reminded her of her own story because she was in exactly the same situation where she was in an abusive re relationship. She uh, also needed abortion and she had no one to turn to. So she just sent the pills, but the husband was controlling all the emails and he read about this and he called police. So co police came, they took the pills, but also found out about Justina, that she was the one that sent pills. And this is how it started. So this is so important to support her because it's not only about access to abortion, but it's also about violence in relationships, you know, gender-based violence that we just have to oppose that. Can you maybe say a website or a place where people can uh, find Justina's case and, and support her? Yeah, you can go to Facebook. It's uh, Abortion Dream Team. And I guess it's better to look for that in Polish. That would be Abortina Dream Team. But I think they also have a webpage that is in English. So I guess you have to just Google Abortion Dream Team. And then, because they started this campaign today, actually, everything is about that case. So it would be easy to find. Yeah, And also on Instagram, yeah? And also there's Amnesty International uh, campaign. So that's for sure in English. So you can go to Amnesty International and look for Poland and that would be there. You can sign a petition there. So if you're listening any close days after 28th March of 2022, go to website... Abortion Dream Team or Abortion Dream Team. Great. And if you're listening to us later than March 2022, let's hope that Justina's case was won and she's fine. Yeah. I imagine that it's really hard to plan for uh, such film, such topic and end. But if you could dream about the most amazing end of your film, what would that be? <laughs> for me, it would be if Abortion Dream Team got a Nobel Peace Prize. And the abortion was completely legal in all cases without any explanations, probably. Perfect. Your film's title is Five Pills Away. These are the pills when we need, when we, we women decide that we want to end our pregnancy. We take these pills and we end our pregnancy in our body. But the women who are pregnant longer time, they need medical assistance. What women from Poland, what chances they have or what could they do when they, for any reason, decide that uh, they want to end their pregnancy later? So pills, they work also longer. So sometimes if a person is uh, ready and accepting the fact that she would be having self-managed abortions, she just need to, needs to take them in different order not even order but um, dosage but if a person just uh, is too late or doesn't want to go through that alone or like at home abortion without borders is there so you call a number and it could be even Justina our protagonist that would answer or some other women and they can you know arrange for you to go abroad 
and they can, you know, they are cooperating with groups that on the ground, like activist group on the ground, and also they have volunteers, and also they uh, cooperate with uh, doctors, like the clinics, they can make an appointment for you. So, yeah, this is how you get assistance, and it's it is possible, but you have to leave the country. Will you have to leave the country with your film? I imagine that such film could have a really hard life in Polish cinemas. What do you think? What uh, what do you see in the future for your film? We, we actually don't plan our film uh, a big cinema release, but mostly an impact campaign because we would like to reach to women who maybe not necessarily go to the cinema. So we would go all around Poland to smaller towns and also villages, I hope. Yeah, the secret goal is for as many people as possible to learn about medical abortion, the one that you can have with pills, because it's also not such a you know, well-known issue. I also found out about it four years ago when I met my protagonist. Before that, I haven't heard about this possibility. So there are still, you know, there's some still places where you can uh, actually inform about that. Thank you, Karolina. Thank you, Anna, for this very important movie about a situation which will soon end, I hope. Thank you very much. Thank you. I hope so too, and thanks a lot. <laughs>